to the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. I'm your host, Alana Johnston, and with me, as always, is producer-slash-husband-slash-roommate Norm Sousa. Norm, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. Here comes oh, the dog. The dog right on track. Can't give us a second. No. You know what I mean? It re- she's getting worse. She's um, a nightmare. Oh, here she is being good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm back in well, on the dog. Right. Fine. The dog's fine. <laughs> Norm, how you feeling this morning? Uh, Good. Yeah. Uh, wait, no. You woke up and got right to work. Yeah, I got up and went right to work. You should feel great. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I that's should like zero to a hundred. <laughs> Gone in sixty seconds. You yeah, know what I mean? Wait a minute, I should feel good. Um, yeah, you're right. I got up and got right to work, and then I uh, got the work done. Here we are. And away we go. Yeah, what's left for the day? Oh, right, we have someone coming just to murder the ants in our house. That's fun. Can I get a break, please? Does the audience care that we have <laughs> ants? I don't think that they do. All I know is other people have ants yeah, as well. That's so true. we're kind of putting out relatable content. Right, right. So <laughs> if you also suffer from ants, <laughs> shoot us a line. Norm's- Hashtag ant problems. <laughs> Norm, scale of one to ten, how are you feeling in terms of your self-esteem? Um, you know, well, the fact that I just realized that I actually got up and got going and got some work done, you're right, it is a positive thing. Uh, I was going to say a five, but yeah, maybe I'll say I'm a six. Norm, you're being insane. Well, you In know, front of everyone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and the dog sleeping, and of course, <laughs> the billions of ants. Um, oh, bless those mess. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe I, I feel pretty good, you know, in general. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like you've been getting a bunch done and getting, been. like, in all aspects of your life, you've been in a real, okay, why wait? And right. doing things right away, and you're getting so much done. Yeah, I caulked everything in the house the other day. You, you built that, that, like, blockade oh, in the, the back so to here, stop Mia? Here's another thing the audience certainly does not care about. <laughs> The dog has been running around the shed, and we don't like that. So We don't like it at all. I built a uh, cinder block uh, two-by-four. What did you call it? A blockade? A blockade. She's <laughs> fucking furious. <laughs> She's so mad about it. Oh, the dog's pissed. But, you know, the dog I needs crud the dog. off the ground. Yeah. I mean, can't... I love the dog, but, like, she needs to get a life. Yeah. If we Honestly, if we posted a picture of her right now, people would be she like, so you're stupid. monsters. What's wrong with you? This dog is an angel. I think she looks like an idiot. No, she's just, uh, she looks like someone painted a bagpipe like a cow that just shits all day. It's a nightmare. <laughs> oh, my God. Norm, that might be one of your best ones yet. Wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> Okay, um, well, we've covered everything. Who's the guest today? You know, this is a blast. Okay. Um, it's Aisha, our, oh. our friend Aisha Alpha. Aisha Alpha. Spoiler alert. Did you talk about she used to play collegiate soccer? We did not. Oh, okay. Well, another time. We really got into it. What had happened was we had run into each other at a show mm-hmm. at Dynasty. Dynasty And kind of had a, yes, and had our first in-person connection in years. Right, right, right. So... We really she's hit at, it off. We talk at, about the whole night. She's at some of the Canadian hangs. She was at the, we saw her at, at Dynasty at the Just for Laughs show, showcase thing where she went on first and Nessa was on second, right? 
Right, but we didn't hang. No, I just because I'm saying I gave her after the show, I ran into her and then we hung out. Well, we yeah. we talk about it, but um, we didn't get in any solid time, and mm. then we were like, "All right, we've got to do the podcast." And what a blast it turned oh, out to be! Because you you all went to the Prince after. Norm, spoilers left, oh. right, and saunter. <laughs> oh my god, I can't that's even where they breathe. Shot a lot of, they shot a lot of Mad Men there. Yeah, they did. Okay, that's good. We didn't cover that. Okay. Um. So. Any final words, Norm? Any goals for today or upcoming weeks that we should know about? Um, yeah, no, I don't think so. I've been I've been trying to read a lot more and I've watch noticed. a lot more movies. It's created a lot more for me to interrupt. Yeah, well, yeah, Which I appreciate. You know, it is funny because like basically after seven p.m., I just have peace and quiet and can watch whatever movie I want. I love falling asleep on the couch. I think everything asleep. you watch is boring. Everything I watch is <laughs> boring. That Elvis thing was pretty cool. What Elvis thing? Oh, the Elvis. That we watched. Yeah. I, I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, it was the... Uh, Vegas? Turner Classic Movies played the Elvis documentary. Not the one where he's in the black, but the one where he starts his residency. Is it called Elvis The Way It Is? I think it might be called. Uh, it was yeah, good. It's a really good one. I was into it. Yeah. But yeah, I went to bed early. Here's the thing. Call it. You it, know what I mean? It, Sometimes you got to call it a night. And if your body's yeah. saying, I'm tired, just go. Because otherwise, yeah. otherwise, for me... I'm going to do things. I'm going to reach for the wrong things. <laughs> the, to dog get so, the dog is she so bored. She's leaving the room. storming <laughs> out. I can't even, You know what? Fine. Fuck it. Let's, Let's get to the it. episode. I'm so sick of this. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I'm literally sick and tired of this. Yep. But you're not going to be sick and tired of this episode. Huge because transition. Because it is a doozy. So everyone, please uh, help me welcome. And you're not going to be bored by Simply Safe or whatever. <laughs> Everybody. Norm. Everybody, please help me welcome Aisha Alpha right after this break. It's a self-esteem party. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's a self-esteem party. Aisha, welcome to the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. I am so excited to have you. <laughs> there was a so... second when I thought I might not get you. <laughs> Because Maybe we had, had a bit me. of a you panic. the whole time. Okay? I had you the you whole time. The there was a second. Time. There was a second I where I thought I might not. And I was like, not not bummed in a way of upset with you or something. But I was like, oh, damn. I was really looking forward to the big catch up. <laughs> I'm like, um, for anybody who has no clue what's happening in our heads, I'm going on a trip. And I got very anxious. And I'm scared of COVID. And so I asked if we could switch to Zoom. But you know what? I, I was like, I was upset too because I was like, oh my gosh, this, I was so looking forward to it. And then I felt like I was doing you dirty by like being like, can we just do it on Zoom? And I'm no, like, I thought you great. were going to cancel. I thought you were going to cancel, period. Oh, no. when, I, when I texted you, you'd be like, hey, I have a giant dog that jumps. Oh no. <laughs> she's, she's so friendly. But I was like, oh, I better tell her because some people do have dog allergies. So I'm like, I always forget to tell people yeah. about her. Um, so I was like, oh, I better tell her. And then I was like, if you would have canceled, I would have been like, totally fine. I understand anxiety. And then you don't feel like talking because you're anxious about this other thing oh my or whatever. Gosh, no. But I was so glad you powered through because I saw you at the Dynasty show two weeks or the, yeah, the last like weekend week or something. Yeah. 
and we got to chat, but you know, everybody's backstage and everything like that. So it's not like a, yeah. it's just a quick yeah. chat. What a fun show and what, like I was just about to say, okay. First of all, fun show, best backstage at Dynasty Typewriter I think I've ever had, where everyone was so fun and having a great time. Everyone stayed, everyone went out, out afterwards for a little hang. I've never had that much fun at a show in like years Such I have not had that much good, fun. And also, <laughs> your performance was one of my favorites. Like I, I was watching from backstage because as you know, I kept missing the cue to come back out and kept running back <laughs> on stage because I was having too much fun backstage. But like, you were so funny and just like there's just something about you now this is like you can use this as a clip just to play in your head for the rest of however long (laughs) but like there's just something about you that when like I was excited about this show I was really excited to like see you because I hadn't seen you in a long time but Mm -hmm. then like I got there and I was talking to people and it was great you know it's fine and then you shut up and I was like, yeah, the part, like you bring the party in a way that is so authentic and so wonderful that like it just makes it like elevates things to a fun, like a different fun level. You know what? I really appreciate you saying that because I was genuinely excited for the show and then seeing the lineup and knowing most of you, yeah. not, not everybody, but knowing most of you, I was like, this is going to be really fun. And it was one of those nights that was magical because just to clarify for everybody, the first location is the show. Mm-hmm. That's location one. You come there, you say hi, you hang in the green room for a little bit. Sometimes there's beers in a fridge. It It is a hangout in and of itself. Yes. But that night, I've never seen anything like it where every single person on the show went to location two at the the bar every sin- and people added like it was like the party kept and people had better. to park yeah. and I kept going guys the parking's really bad because I-, I tossed it out there I went the parking's bad and everyone went you know what I'll leave it to chance if I find a spot I'll come in if I don't I'll go home and everyone was like sounds good yes. and then fucking everybody every came I couldn't find parking forever and I'm really bad with directions so I kept kind of getting lost in my looking for parking and I was like you know what I'm gonna do one more circle and if I don't find it I won't go. And I did a circle and I didn't find it. I was like, you know, I'll do one more circle. Like, I was like, clearly I really wanted to be there. <laughs> so I found it was, you know, it worked out. But Well, I was so glad, especially that you were there. Not that I, I was happy everyone was there <laughs> and new friends as well. But I was really happy you were there because it's, and I don't know your situation in full, but it is hard to get a mom out and stay out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough to do because I understand it's like whether your partner's watching or whoever, a babysitter or whatever, I do understand there are time restrictions. So I'm like, I know that that can be tricky. Yes. At our stage, we have a one-year-old and a three-year-old. And we were just, we're sort of, our one-year-old is just starting to sleep most of the night. She'll wake up once in the night usually and then I'll feed oh, her and go back to sleep. So this is like huge for us. But for me at this point now, I'm like, if I can get out, then baby, I stay out. Like I'm like I'm I'm not I'm not doing my set and going home. People are like, do you want to go on early so you can get home? I'm like, you can put me on early, but I'm gonna stay till the end of the show unless I'm really tired. Sure. I'm like this is my <laughs> this is me being out and living life again, which is something that like I've missed so much over mm-hmm. the pandemic. I had like you know it's been two and a half years of sort of lockdown on and off. I was either pregnant, had a newborn, pregnant again, on bed rest, and then had a newborn again during that time. So I was like. You know, it's like, it's been really, really a tough time. Mm-hmm. And I have I kind of have been mourning this old life I had and mourning parts of my old self that like, you know, it's just not going to come back. It's, it's a different world and I'm loving it. I love being a mom. It's wonderful. But like, I was single and, and, and no children for and you a, were a out, long ass out time. And about. Doing things, yeah. hustling, going out every night, going like, you know, and now it's like, 
very, very different. So when I do get to go out and have like little glimpses of the fun and freedom of that, I'm like, oh, girl, I am out. I will stay. I will go to the second. <laughs> I will look for parking. You know what I mean? That's you my will always be worth that 15th lap around. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Five more. Just five yeah. more quick laps. Like, everyone's leaving. I'm like, it's fine. I'll just do one more lap and then I'll come say my I goodbyes and then I'll leave. <laughs> uh, no, I appreciate that. Uh, I want to hear more about this bed rest, but I just realized I didn't do the self-esteem party check-in with oh you. Oh my goodness. We got, okay. we got, this is how excited I was to talk to you. We've already, I, I just looked down and I was like, oh my God, we're already like six minutes in. <laughs> I was like, okay, I got to ask her before we go any further. So on a scale of one to 10, in terms of how you're feeling about yourself and self-love and all that kind of stuff, where would you say you're feeling today or possibly as of late if there's been a bit of a, a theme with the numbers oh, yes. or something? Oh, yes. So today I'm feeling like an eight, okay? Great. Which great. is great. It's a great feeling. I think the only thing that made me not a 10 is that I was feeling a little bit of anxiety about like travel and all that kind of stuff, right? But yep. um, and I will say as of late, I have been feeling like I think I would have given myself overall also an eight. But okay. I think if I were to look and compare it to myself six months ago, I would be like, I'm at a 25 because oh it's just yes. been a super big shift. And it's like something like clicked recently where I was like, oh, I get to choose how I feel. I get to choose. Every-. Like, it's just been like a real shift in a dynamic of like how I'm seeing things and the positivity mm-hmm. and my self-belief. So it's been, oh, it's been great. You know what? That makes me really happy to hear that you are changing the narrative of how you look at it like taking control yeah of yourself yeah uh not that and not in a uh fake it way where you're like i'm gonna be happy today it's in a way where you're going okay hold on if i however i'm feeling today but six months ago if i was in this place i gotta have a bit of moment of celebration that i'm doing good today so it's like you have to give yourself permission to go, hey, everything's okay today. Yeah. I think so the, real, the real key has been that I've always been a super, like, probably annoyingly positive person. You're very, you're, ba- I see, you say annoying, <laughs> I say infectious. Oh, I and love it. It's a, it's a pandemic. It's not the best time to use that word. <laughs> but- <laughs> I'm affected people left, right, and center, <laughs> But you are. Look when we got to the show. It was like you and I were like two. Somebody shot two firecrackers at each other. And it just exploded the second I saw you. Oh, and man, we'll get to it. my accusation. I ha- we have to clear the air on something because I did solve it. Oh, good. So, I'm excited to hear. So we'll get back to that, everybody. We'll fill you all in on, on what that's about. But just to go back, because you said um, six months ago you were in a bad spot. But that had nothing to do with because you had mentioned bed rest earlier, but the timeline's off because you said you had a one-year-old, so it doesn't have to do with that. Yes, I mean, I think I mean, I think that some of the um, sort of falling into this, I always call it like falling off the cliff. Like, I'm a oh. really positive person, and I'm like, yay, 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 yay. And then it's like, if I, if I get pushed off the cliff, so whether it's just, you know, postpartum stuff or whatever it is, it's kind of like everything's wonderful until it's not, and then it's like bad. Like, I have a hard time... When I start to fall, I'm like, uh-oh, 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 here I go, here I go, here I go. And then I'm clawing to try and find it. But I drop down mm-hmm. far, and then it's like this trek to get back up. So that's how I sort of imagine yeah. it in my head. Um, but I was on, you know, I had a kid. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. One kid is great. It's hard in certain ways, but it was, like, easy. You know what I mean? Kind of compared mm-hmm. to what life is now. Then the pandemic hit. 
everything was a little bit more difficult. My family's in Canada. My husband's family's on the East Coast. So we were really alone in it. We couldn't go travel to see anybody. It was just like we didn't have health care or child care, anything like that. And then I was put on, I got pregnant again, got put on bed rest. So that meant like I couldn't parent my kid. I couldn't oh be active. I couldn't do anything. You know, like I really couldn't do anything. And people are like, well, it's the pandemic. Everything's closed. But I was like, no, but like I can't go for a walk. Like I can't. You pick up my kid who's like, Mama, let's play. And I was like, I have to explain my placenta is in the wrong place, so I'm bleeding and blah, blah. Like, it's just like, it doesn't, you know, it can't happen. He just knows Mama can't play with him. You're on lockdown. Yeah, I'm on lockdown. The world's on lockdown lockdown. and you're on lockdown. Yeah. So it was very, I was like really angry is what happened. Oh my God. And then I felt guilty because I was like, well, you're pregnant. All of my like emotions and chemical body makeup is like also going to this baby. So I felt guilty about being angry and then like, then I get mad at, like, it's just like that spiral of, like, negativity. Yeah. And that was for a couple of, like, three months, I think, three and a half months. That's a long um, time. Until things shifted, and then I was able to, like, move again and have a, you know, um, natural birth. But what I didn't realize is I think I went into sort of a postpartum depression that wasn't, like, I wasn't, you know, this sort of when people think of that where you're, like, just sad and can't get out of bed, or I wasn't, like, suicidal or, like, not connecting with my baby. I just was, like, off for a long time, right? And a little bit, like, angry or negative. And for me, that's a huge deal because I am naturally positive. I'm happy for everybody. Like, that's just sort of how I am and who I am. And so I just felt like, oh, my gosh, like, what is wrong with me? Like, what is going on? But didn't feel like I could talk to anyone about it because I wasn't, like, the typical postpartum stuff. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to say I have that to my doctor, um, but because yeah, everyone's going to go, Oh, you're doing great. Yes, exactly. You seem fine. You seem fine. Go you talk know? to a therapist. And then like, what are you going to say? I just feel mm-hmm. a bit off. Like it just doesn't kind of compute. Um, yeah. but everything like, you know, like for like personal growth stuff for like momming, I felt guilty for like being a, a good friend, wife, daughter, all that kind of like everything just fell off. And then I think re- in, like the big change in the last little bit is that I had that sort of shift where I was like, Oh, everything is doable. You just have to figure it out. And I read this quote, which I thought was so perfect for moms, but it was like, you want the best for your kids at all times, but they don't really need it. And I was like, it sounds like like funny. They don't like, even know. Right? They don't they, know. They, and they, like, they don't know what milk you give them. Right. Exactly. And like, <laughs> even things like a car seat, like every car seat that's on the market is like rated for safety. It's safe. But they have like car seats that are like $100 and car seats that are $1,000. And so you're like, yes. you know what I mean? You're like, it's all fine. The $100 one will do just as good I've of a job. I've gone to enough baby showers yeah. with the registry where I'm going, no wonder why you're having this fucking shower. How can you afford to live with your baby? Yes, it's it's literally, it's just so, it's crazy. So um, mm-hmm. that kind of gave me this feeling of like, oh yeah, like I don't have to feel bad all the time. Everyone who's a parent is having a hard time at times. And like, you know, it's just the reality of it. And I was like, I kind of, I I had this moment where I was like, I'm not doing anything for myself. I'm not going out and seeing my friends or like taking time to like, I love painting. I'm not painting anymore. I'm not like, you know, any of that kind of stuff. I wasn't working out. I wasn't doing yoga. I wasn't meditating. And so I had this moment with my husband where I was like, I need to take at least one day every week where I just, I step away from you. And I just go into like my our, my office or I go out with myself, take myself on a date or I go out with a girlfriend or whatever it is. And it's like me time away from my family, not to feel guilty. And then mm-hmm. that has made such a difference because I'm like, oh, remember how like free you actually are? Remember how much privilege you actually have? Remember how great life yeah. actually is? And I bring that enthusiasm back to my house 
And I'm like, it literally has like shifted the ball into being like positive, more positive naturally and like being happy for things and being excited about things and being like, you know, having some more self-belief and just like being a healthier human being. It's been unbelievable. Well, it's like, because if you think about it, if you're looking at having your kids and I don't do this anymore, I don't do this anymore, it's a loss. Yeah. But having your kids is supposed to be a gain on what you already had in addition to it. So I understand. Listen, I don't have kids, but I've I've been a nanny. So I've witnessed it Mm -hmm. with moms or in some cases, dads, like whoever was the primary caregiver in for that setup um, or whoever, a million moms and a million dads or a million people. Right. But (laughs) I don't know how. (laughs) Hey, hey, guess what? Families are complicated. (laughs) I'm not I'm not here to place judgment, but it's like you need to be able to rely on those people, like you said, you had a conversation with your husband, because you're no good to us if you're not you. Yes. So I understand you got to lose a few things or change or adjust, but it's like to lose yourself, then how are you supposed to instill in your children the things you like about yourself and the lessons and the morals and the things you want them to know yeah. if you don't even exist? Yeah. Like exactly. Paint, you painting, don't exist for example. You yes. You how are you going to pass fullness. that on? You haven't painted in 10 years. Right? Right? You know what I mean? How are you going to be like, hey, here's how you paint. They're going to be schooling you. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's so you true. Know? It's like, yeah, like you have to, it's the whole thing about you got to put your um, oxygen mask on first when you're on the plane in life. You know what I mean? You really have to do, you really do have to take care of yourself because mm-hmm. it seems, and it's this whole thing of like, I mean, I'm this, I'm turning this whole thing into like motherhood, but like this thing about like moms have to be self-sacrificing and of course you do you have to give up your body you have to give up like your sleep everything like that we don't have a choice in that like that's gonna happen you know what I mean I don't have to do that that just happens but like you do not and should not sacrifice yourself like the core of who you are because otherwise you're a bad mom like you're a bad Mm -hmm. you you're not doing I look at this this is what in my therapy it says my job is to be joyful and not in a way of like of like, you got to be happy all the time. But like, I'm a joyful person. And that's like, that's actually what I bring to the world. So that that's my job is to just bring myself fully. You know, I find, tell me what you think of this. And I could be off. It's just my interpretation. I do find joy and happiness to be different in the sense of this. I can be miserable, but experience a moment of joy. Yes. But with being happy, I associate that more with not something you have, but a bit more of like who you are, if that makes sense. So it's like, I, cause I've just found like I can have moments and I would call them joy. I wouldn't call them moments of happiness, but I can feel sometimes happy. So that's how I make that association. Cause I'm like, I know what happy feels like I've been there. Yeah. And, and I, you know what I mean? But I'm like, if I'm not there, I'm like, well, there's still little pockets where I'm like, okay, for example, you know, you're in mourning over somebody that, has passed away okay you're not doing much you're recluse you're whatever right Mm -hmm. but then you go see a movie and you enjoy it Mm -hmm. joy Mm -hmm. right in the word Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i'm not happy because this person has passed on and i'm struggling but i'm like i enjoyed the movie total i think that's how i look at happiness for me i feel like it's like is an emotion right like i i'm i'm currently like you know but joy is like a way of being and like an essence and like an aura like a deeper sort of thing so Mm -hmm. I'm like, I feel like I can be joyful and yeah. still in the like real definition of like Zen experience all the emotions, happy, sad, surprised, angry, resentful, all that stuff and let them come through me and pass through me, you know, a conduit for that emotion. But I can still exist as a joyful being 
and give off that. And it's good that. to have those emotions and let yourself yeah. have all those other emotions that maybe aren't happiness or, yes, or experience of joy. Well, how are you going to teach your kid yeah. to show them it is okay to feel angry or frustrated sometimes? Otherwise, if it's just this pressure of happy, you're going you're to give them a total complex. Well, and we do, like, I grew up in a, in a household where you weren't allowed to have any emotions, right? Like, mm-hmm. you were allowed to be happy nothing yeah. else and Oof. you would get real like there was a lot there's a lot of like sort of emotional trauma that I'm kind of like realizing that I have and how I like brought that forward and mm-hmm. I think that as parents we often think of like oh my kid's crying my kid's being in quotes difficult or having struggle or whatever I've got to stop that from happening and change it to what we think of like as happiness or this default but it's like what you really learn as a parent when you like dig into all this stuff is that it's not about changing that. It's about being like, oh, yeah, I get it. You're feeling sad right now, right? Like, yeah. you actually, that, that's, a, that's a good emotion to experience. And it's good to develop skills to be able to self-soothe and to figure out why we're feeling that and how we can let go of that. But, like, you do have to dive into it in order to come out of it. Because if you're just like, don't feel sad. Don't be angry. Don't say, don't say things like, like, don't be mean. It's like, well, we have to let our kids and let ourselves this is the whole, it's all in a, it's all a thing about like our inner kid, right? Parenting is all about like bringing your inner child back and healing all of your traumas and like parenting mm-hmm. yourself. So it's like, we have to be able to allow ourselves to feel those emotions and go through it because then we are actually a more like developed human being who is able to self-soothe, who's able to be more joyful, to be more in those states that we want to be in. But like, it's okay to feel resentful. It's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel anxious. Um, otherwise you, you stop yourself from being full now. Yes. Full. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love that. That that's a a perfect word to have. Um, now have you ever felt like, uh, well, wait, this is a better question. Have you, cause you said you're generally a a positive, happy person Mm -hmm. like throughout your life or whatever. Did you ever have a bout of depression or something that wasn't that postpartum experience that you just described to us? Yeah, I think. It's funny. I think um, I think I have, mm-hmm. but it was like I was totally confused by it, you know, because okay. I grew up in an emo- in a in a household where it's like that doesn't exist, depression or like anger or sadness and stuff. Like you better not mm-hmm. bring that to the table. And so when I was experiencing those things, I was just like, "What is this? Like I don't actually understand, oh and I don't God. know what this is." And so. I, you know, in the past, I was very, I like existed on a very superficial level, even though I feel like I'm naturally a very deep person, grounded and deep. But like, because of the fear of having these emotions, negative emotions, like sadness, depression, whatever, I was like, don't go there, just exist on the superficial. So I had a lot of like acquaintances, I was all, you know, that kind of thing. But like, I had a lot of anxiety about like, getting deep. And so I feel like when I had those bouts where it was like, I'm not, I'm feeling off. Something's wrong here. I was like, I don't know what this is. I don't know who to talk to. So I'm just going to pretend it doesn't exist and stay on the superficial level. And I'm just like the clown, you know what I mean? Who's like kind of performing. And now that I'm kind of getting to know myself a lot better, it's, I'm realizing like, oh yeah, like I did. I lived overseas for a long time and I wasn't sure what I was doing with my life. And at the end of sort of this really fun, like, playing soccer, playing Gaelic football. I worked at this bar that my boyfriend owned that was like a fun time. I had a bunch of money. I traveled. Like, it sounded super glam and fun. But I was like, at the end of my stint there, I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing with my life. Like, I can't do this mm-hmm. forever. It doesn't make me feel full or happy. And But I didn't know how to, like, experience that. And so I was just like, 
kind of manically trying to figure life out in like bad ways, you know what I mean? And doing things yeah. that I was reckless. Um, and now I look back, I'm like, oh, I was depressed. <laughs> I, was, I just needed help. You know, I think you are so right that a telltale sign is being reckless. That yeah. is what, when I was really depressed and that diagnosed would either grow or change later. I don't know how, I don't know how chemicals work <laughs> in, in your body. <laughs> I don't know if they change, like whatever happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the time when I had been diagnosed as depressed, um, it was that erratic behavior that like lashing out almost by doing like, and, and this is fine if you do this, but sleeping with a lot of people mindlessly. Right. Uh-huh. So it was like, that was something I did because I was like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. And that was not the right attitude. If you're going to sleep with a bunch of people, enjoy it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not saying that's a problem. Yeah. I'm saying enjoy it. Yeah. Don't just do it because it's all, it almost became like, that was something that became a little almost self-harm yeah. in the sense um, that it was kind of like, I was just treating my own body like something to be used. And it was like, you you know what I mean? And everyone was fine and it was like, whatever. And I got on well with everybody at the, at the time, but, (laughs) (laughs) but it wasn't, I, my heart and head weren't in it. And that was one way that I was like lashing out is that I was just like, you know, this feels nothing. And I think I was trying to get a feeling. Yeah. 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 You're trying to like push the boundary. I, mine, mine manifested in, I would, um, party like party to the max okay. like substance out like and not even like I would drink I, I, I'm not a huge drug person I did like mushrooms a couple times had the time of my life but you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it's not like my thing but like I would drink but I would like get on a motorcycle with like a full-on like biker gang person I met at a gas station and like just disappear with this random person I didn't know with no mm-hmm. helmet on, drunk on the back of a motorcycle, and like go somewhere else with them, like this kind of stuff, where you're like, oh, I should have, I should have been killed multiple times in yeah. the way that I was yeah. being reckless, because I was like trying to find that push, push, push the boundary to find a feeling, because yeah. I was so confused about how to like actually feel feelings. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, I sometimes I tell stories about like past Aisha, and mm-hmm. when I tell them, I'm like, oh my god, these are the things that you're like the like stereotypical stories where it's like don't go into a van in a dark alley to get candy i literally yes. i literally did that i went into like i'm not even kidding you i went into a back it's alley. so dangerous and, yeah, i'm laughing but it's, it's this is very crazy. bad crazy i'm like i went into a man's van it turned out he he worked for a chocolate company he had a bunch of chocolate he gave me the chocolate and i left so this is like i have like a warped you know what I mean? I keep pushing the boundaries and no one kills me. So I just kept pushing them further and further and further. Damn. That one was, uh, that's really uh, pushing it. Oh, yeah. I have a whole comedy <laughs> a comedy bit about that this. That one's like, bad. It's real. I like, when I tell the story, I'm like, this is the thing, the like ridiculous story where you're like, no one's going to go into a back alley to get candy out of a van. Oh, I should did it. Okay, good, good, good. Got it. <laughs> oh, I should did it. Okay, no problem. Sounds good to me. <laughs> oh, you're going to be the example. You're the trailblazer. This is what I was talking about as you as a mom. These are the lessons you got to teach your kid. Yeah. So you got to be present to be able to do that. Aisha, to teach the children, <laughs> go get the candy. It always pans out. <laughs> and yes. you have a you have a perfect story of how actually they are telling the yeah. truth. Go Not get everyone's the candy. a bad person. Sometimes Not everybody's bad. Candy. <laughs> and who are you to judge them? <laughs> Honestly, like, thank God I'm not a mom. Could you imagine? 
Could you imagine? You know what? Honestly, I mean, I know we're joking, but I think you'd be a fucking amazing mom. I'm just saying. That's, that's I don't know if you guys so want nice to have kids saying. or not, but I'm like, if you became a mom, your kids would be like, they would be so, I feel like, like so self-appreciative because of you. You know what? Um, no, they'd be the devil. I appreciate you saying that, but I was a piece of shit. <laughs> I, I, uh, I know I'm I like, was. I lied. I had a serious lying problem. Me too. Couldn't get enough of the stuff. Loved it. I was, Couldn't get enough I of it. I had to make a pact with myself to stop lying to people as an adult. Like, you, as, oh my God. I'm like, talking a couple years ago. <laughs> I, I kicked it. Shamefully, not that long ago, right? Like, But you know what, Aisha? I don't, first of all, this is music to my ears, to, to my terrible lying ears. But this is why I appreciate you saying that and that you also um, had that struggle. I actually think it had a lot to do with me later becoming a comedian because I make up characters and yes. I make up stories. Yes. So I'm like, was I a bad kid or did I just not know how to transfer yeah. that imagination? So I just like made, st- I just lied and made stuff up. You know, it's very, um, that's like an actual developmental stage for kids is yeah. knowing the difference between imagination and reality. And I think that there's some people who maybe that takes a little bit longer or the lines are blurred for longer. And it's not really like, oh, you're a bad person, whatever. It's that like literally your brain is just like developing in a different way than maybe the middle of the road average kid. That's what I that's yeah. what I honestly think. Yeah, I, I yeah. yeah, it's kind of one of those, you know, it's just parenting is always changing. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I was a nanny at the age of, oh, my God, 19 or 20. Mm-hmm. So. Two to three years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I remember being an Annie two to three years ago. (laughs) But I one time went to a parenting course with a mom. And everything I learned in that course has now changed. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like now you talk to someone, it's like the way you talk to kids, like how does that make you feel? Or I know you're frustrated or like whatever. Whereas like the majority of the course that I learned was discipline. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do do you know what I mean? Consequences. There were like doctor's books. Recently I saw an article where it was like the hundred things that have changed in parenting that will make you laugh. And one of them once there was a doctor who was like a world-renowned doctor about like, you know, kids and psychology and all that stuff. And one of the things he said was, you should try and wean your baby off of breast milk at six days old, and that you should give them rice, like rice pudding milk kind of thing, and that by six months, they should be having, um, three months, they should be eating scrambled eggs and bacon, and at six months, they should be having, wait for it, a coffee every day. And I was like, what? (laughs) You know, I hate to say it, but I think we're on to something. <laughs> and like, I'm not a doctor crazy. or a mom. <laughs> it's just not so. It's like, yeah, it always is evolving. It's like whatever works for you. It's the same thing as yeah. like personal development. It's like whatever works for you is what you should be doing. And you'll know. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. And if you don't know, maybe someone That's will okay. gently tell you. Yeah. Maybe or, someone will give you a bit of a a tip or <laughs> Or you a, try something and it doesn't work. And then you just check that off the list of things that you're going to try again because it didn't work. You know, I, I, so I don't want kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't plan on it because it just seems too stressful to it me. Is very, it is very stressful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think the responsibility, like I, I get stressed out with the dog. I've never had a pet for more than like, I don't know, two weeks. Um, so <laughs> you just let, you just time. turn them loose. You just turn them loose. That you get pets to set them free. <laughs> That's why you get them. It's a miracle this dog has lasted as long as it has. What kind of dog do you have? <laughs> Great question. Um, she's like a pit 
a bulldog mix. So she's really broad mm-hmm. in the chest. She, she's very broad. So cute. Um, she, she was 20 pounds overweight when we got her. 20 I starved pounds? her out. I was like a dance mom. You should have seen me. <laughs> this, this dog didn't even get a penny out of me. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's, she sounds Wait, like beautiful, sorry. though. She's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I take it back. You shouldn't be a mom. No, just <laughs> You're like, yeah, just whatever. Just okay. I don't know. All right, Aisha. Here's the moment of truth. Mm-hmm. I brought up earlier. Well, I brought up at the show. We had an in- we had an incident. Okay, guys, here's the incident. <laughs> it's time it's time to talk about it. You know, this has been fun and everything. Me saying I don't want to be a mom because it's too stressful and everything like that. But we got to squash this beef. Uh-huh. Okay, so here's what happened, everybody. At the show, I and there's no other word to say it other than confronted. <laughs> Aisha, or accused even, accused <laughs> you and I of having a like a meeting for a coffee once on Queen Street in Toronto mm-hmm. a, a million years ago, mm-hmm. and that you told me you had brown rice and avocado. And now, this is the thing. I forget a lot of times, and I was like, yeah, maybe, I, I thought when we met in LA, and I was like, going with the story, and then when you said that I was eating just brown rice and avocado, I was like, oh, that's definitely not me. That's it was a violent re- not me. It was a violent reaction. <laughs> <laughs> it was, there's no other way to say it. It was a violent reaction. I was on board <laughs> until that last part, and I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> you went mental on me, and you were like, that wasn't me. And I'm like, no, 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 it was you. And you're like, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> We're like adamant. Here's the thing. I owe you a public apology. Oh, who I want, I'm so excited to know who this was. I found out who it was, mm-hmm. and this is even worse. <laughs> it was, and now, okay, this is a two-part answer. Uh-huh. The brown rice avocado was a conversation with my sister, <laughs> in, in, and it gets worse, inside my parents' condo. <laughs> so, <laughs> because I told her, I was like, so I asked her, because she still lives in Toronto. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, maybe she'll spark my memory yes. or something like that. And I was like, well, we were talking about, so it's someone and brown rice and avocado and they recommended. And she was like, that was me. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, Atlanta, for your digestion and your skin, that was me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, because my older sister recommended it to her. So that's how she knows it was her. So I, now. I'm taking this as the, a compliment that you mistook me for a conversation you had with your sister. So that basically means like we're sisters now. Okay, got it. It basically means on, that you're yes. sister. Now let's just call it, let's just call something out. You two don't look the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so now the question is, now the question is, who is the mystery woman from the Queen Street Coffee at the second cup? Who is the mystery woman? Because you also tried to give another Aisha option. Not her. Okay. No, it's not okay. her. Okay. So yes, that's why Aisha I'm like Brown, who people sometimes are like, they mix us up all the time. I've gotten well, yeah, so many I mean, show, show requests where they're like, Aisha, you got to be back on the show. I was like, I'm sorry, I've never met you. I don't know who you are. I would happily come on your show, but you you're know definitely what, messaging the wrong one. You two are the only Aishas I know. Yeah. So I'm like, I can understand people like being like, oh yeah, Aisha, thinking it's the only Aisha they've met. Yes, 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 that's true. That's <laughs> a not, good point. Because I had it like it, with, there's no, there's or there's not that many Alanas in comedy. So if know. you say Alana, you're going to assume it's me now. Also because you're a superstar, fact, but yes. I'm a super, first, mm-hmm. first of all, yes. Mm-hmm. Second of all, interesting fact, when I used to work on this Disney cartoon on the Warner Brother lot, there was another Alana Johnston <gasps> band, band from all the studio lots in LA. <laughs> and I got pulled over to secondary inspection. What? They had to put my picture 
in the booth and so that like, when I came allowed. in, that this one's allowed. I'm now funny story. Okay, forget the rest of everything we've been talking about. This is now about finding that Alana Johnston. We must, we must unite you two. I there was on YouTube. I don't know if they're still on there, but a couple of years back, I was researching. I was trying to type in like Alana Johnston comedy, Alana like whatever, and sift through to get past myself. Uh-huh. And there was a girl poorly singing karaoke, and I was like, "Is this oh the my. Alana Johnston? What was she like?" Let's just assume it was her. What it was, was blurry. She like? Oh, she's singing. It's blurry. There's lights, and I don't even remember the song. To be honest with you, it might it might not even be on there. This was like so many years ago. She might have like, you know, woken up and been like, "This is not. This is okay. bad. Keep Get online. This, <laughs> this is this is really bad news." <laughs> I'm I'm so interested to know who this person is now because like, well now first of all we have to figure out the queen street coffee woman have, and now we have to figure out the other Atlanta okay, johnston new podcast idea in addition to this one we're going to start a new one where we investigate when we've mixed people up we're going to find <laughs> out who they are no one else cares but they will by the end of our podcast okay mm-hmm. what about the podcast is called we'll sort it <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll sort out the people <laughs> That you seem to think is somebody else. And our, our producer's name will be Will. So it'll come full circle with like a name play. It'll, it's really, it's very deep. It's very deep. Uh, so check that out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no information. <laughs> Just check it out. Uh, we have a TikTok. Check that out. Aisha, are you on TikTok? Let's talk about this. Oh, are you on TikTok? I'm not. I was for like a hot second. Me neither. Second. Okay. I, I mean, I get that it's like the thing or whatever. I can only really commit to one social media thing, and that's Instagram. And Instagram, it's the one yeah. I get, and it's the one I like, and that's it. That's all I got. I tried, I did one video on TikTok, and it was like the most ridiculous, silly thing where I just like looked at the camera and then I made weird faces to music. And then I did nothing else for so long that when I went to go log back on, they were like, oh, did you want, did you want an account? Because they had deleted my account and I had to, they were like, you're going to have to start a new one. And I was like, eh, I don't really want it. It's fine. So I I just just feel too old and too dumb. It's your, you, I mean, I feel like people do it for, for comedy. They do put like their comedy on or their sketches or their like characters, which I think I'm like, I could get that for characters because it's just bim, bam, boom, get it on there. Yeah. But like, it's just another platform for me. If they were the same thing and it just went to both, which I'm sure you probably could do. I just, it's. I get I got, you know, ten minutes a day to do this. Maybe. Well you'll not see even. a lot of you'll see a lot of people cover all three, like yeah. Twitter. Twitter Instagram, I, TikTok. I'm so I'm not smart enough for Twitter. I don't have oh, enough quick quips or hot hot oh, takes no, on my, anything. My tweets are terrible. They're just like, I'm creamy today. <laughs> <laughs> In fact I'm gonna tweet that the second this ends. <laughs> That's solid material. <laughs> I feel like I actually can't remember and the other day. I walked into my husband's office, like he was working, like on a meeting, mm-hmm. and I said, like, Don't, like, mute it, mute it, I have a question. And he's like, what? And I was like, remember yesterday when we were walking to the car and I said something funny? And I don't remember what we were talking about or what the funny thing was, but I need you to remember so you can tell me so I can put it on, like, Instagram. And he was like, this is why I'm being interrupted in my, pro-. he's a social justice lawyer, let me just preface with that, okay? <laughs> and I was like, I need you to remember, because I can't remember anything my brain is mush when it comes to memory i think it's like too many things going on hormones whatever but like i just cannot remember a single thing and people they'll like they're like oh i had this thought i'm gonna tweet it later and i'm like if i don't tweet it in that exact moment it's gone it's never it never existed i can't remember anything as it comes out of my mouth (laughs) 
like I'll do you know an audition or something they're like great we're gonna do it again the exact same way yes and then you're like right can you just remind me but how this. exactly I did it can't can't remember a word yeah can't, can't remember anything so stressed out I'm so stressed out I have a callback today and there was a lot of riffing oh in it and I'm like I don't remember anything I said you should start recording yourself you know what I really it was the problem is actually I, I wonder how I could do that just on my phone because it yeah. was a zoom so what put my voice memo down yeah like, like put my, it's oh, genius. I'm going to do that. Yeah, I do that for a that's lot of things now genius. because I can't remember anything. And I'm like, I'll just go back to that. Yeah. And then I label it. Get this. This is another tip. I label that voice message with like what it was for and then colon and then a few notes about like any riffs that like, you know what I mean? It will like call back for this thing, a rift on this, the other person's whatever it is. So I can rem- go back and just remember because I can't, I literally cannot remember a thing. You know. I have, I have, I think, one of the best and worst memories mm. on the planet. And listen, maybe it's weed. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say it's Maybelline. 100%. But I will remember, like, I won't remember names. Mm-hmm. I have, first of all, I have to see your face. Mm-hmm. Second of all, if we met briefly, I will not have remembered meeting you. Yeah, because yeah. if it's too many people around, it's too much stimulation. Yes. I can't just can't focus yes. and you can't really fault for fault me for that when somebody's in a big group and there's a lot going on it's i think a lot of people suffer with the overstimulation, um, overstimulation. i've never really yeah. thought about it that way but that's that's definitely that make that draws my brain in many different ways at the really same time. hard it's too much yeah really hard to absorb information yeah. when when meeting somebody new but then every once in a while there'll be someone that was like Oh, you might not remember, but we met after a show a few years ago. I asked you about your hair, and I'm like, yes. And I recommended L'Oreal. How did it work out? And you remember <laughs> like, everything. And I about remember. It. I'll be like, oh yeah, you were trying to decide what Chinese restaurant to go with your grandma. <laughs> Would you guys end up choosing? Like, it's it's honestly, Aisha. I can only retain. I hate to say it about myself. Useless facts. Yeah. Um, because I. That's useful to someone. That person felt special. I mean, that's, oh yeah, that's going to make somebody feel special big time. Cause mm-hmm. that is like, it, it shows that you cared or rather that you were like listening, Yes. but the not remembering names. And especially with this pandemic brain of mine where I haven't seen anybody for an extra two years, uh-huh. you know what I mean? I never get offended I, I when feel people bad. don't remember me because I'm like, I never get I just, offended. Yeah. It doesn't, it's fine. We'll meet 10 more times. You don't remember me anytime. I'll remind you. It's fine. I've been introducing myself as my new thing. So I've been being like. Hey, so-and-so, it's Alana. Yeah. So, oh, it's me, Alana Johnson. I kind of do it as a bit, but I really am introducing myself <laughs> because sometimes I'll have a mask on, my hair looks a little different, yeah. or what your hair's back or something. They just, you know, you're only seeing eyes. Do people ever say to you, like, yeah, I know who you are? Like, have you gotten that where they're offended that yes. you're reintroducing? And I'm like, look, Actually, I'm just trying yes. to help everybody out here. Yes. It- I- I've had it where they're like, of course I remember you. And I'm like, love that reaction. Right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> but I've definitely had people treating me like, yeah, no shit. And I'm like, okay, I was trying to make it easy for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I- I'm-, I- I'm trying to help you out right now. We're trying to give everyone a pass to just, like, yeah. ask you know, and like, yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. Like, I've had people be like, I, I met you before. And I was like, oh, great. And then they're like, they like want to talk about it. Like, you don't remember? You don't remember this time? And I was like, oh, I think I remember being there. Yeah, great to re-meet you. But they can't let it go. They're like, and then we talked about this thing. I'm like, oh, I, yeah, I've talked about that thing before. I, yeah, sure. My, and I'm like, do you not remember me saying I don't remember meeting you? Like, I don't know so what else to tell you. La- you know why that's useless? Because now I am going to remember you in that I remember I hate talking to you <laughs> moving forward. Like, 
you're going, you're so desperate for me to remember you that this is the negative memory yes, you're now you're going to leave me with. You're costing me. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Not worth it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do you ever get, like, because you said you don't get offended when people, if they don't remember you. No, do you get, because you have this with Aisha, do you get offended when somebody mistakes you? Or says your name wrong or like stuff like no, of, I mean, of your yeah, identity. I don't get offended by people remembering me. Like one time I was introduced as um, Aisha Tyler. And I was like, great, because I love her. But like Aisha Brown, I know her. I like her. She's very funny. You know what I mean? We yeah, both have curly hair. We're black comedians mm-hmm. who were in Toronto at the same time. Like, why would you not? Like, I get it. There's only, there's not many of us, right? And mm-hmm. with my name, A-I-S-H-A. All the Aishas that I know spell it that way and have totally different pronunciations. So I don't get offended because I'm like, I'm Aisha. I know an Aisha. Someone else has a had a cousin. They said that there it was spelled the same way, but it was Aisha somehow. And I was like, great, sure. So the only thing I don't get offended, but the only thing I think is kind of funny is I think that there's sort of like almost the equivalence of colorblindness with sounds for some people, where I'll say to them, they're like, How do you say your name? I'm like, Aisha. And they're like, Great, Aisha. And I was like, no, no, just just Aisha, like an eyeball. And I close one eye so I can just really focus in on one eye. And they go, got it. Aisha. And I was like, okay, so no. And then I do it three times. And if they don't get it, I'm like, I think they have sound blindness where they just can't hear the difference between those two. And I let it go. I'm like, I know you're talking about me. It's fine. I will answer. There have been people calling me Alana for a decade. Right. I correct them in the beginning, and if you don't get it, like you said, let it go. Yeah. I go, you know, you've just, you've memorized it wrong. There's nothing we can do about it. Exactly. Let's just enjoy the conversation and move on. Yeah. Um, and it, and you're right. It doesn't bother me. Now, I'm going to say this. If somebody got it wrong on a talk show or something like televised, I would be very upset. I mean, that's the beauty of If I was of like TV, a guest. Then you can just you know? be like, it's actually Aisha, and then they can say that again, and bing, bang, boom, they cut out the bad one, they put in the good one. Aisha, I'm loving Bing Bang Boom out of you. Let me tell you this: you've been you've been tossing it around, Bing Bang Boom, and here we are. We're I having do. a blast. I love it. I'm like, it's like the new yada yada yada. Yeah. It's like it, Bing Bang Boom. It's like you can say it for anything. I do. I really I do. I say it, it all the time. Oh, I love it. I'm like, this is the kind of mom I am too. So my kid, I was teaching him about different fruits and we were trying different things. And I introduced mango as mango tango bingo bongo baby. And that's what he called it. That's what he thought the name of the fruit was. Mango tango bingo bongo baby. Like he was like, daddy, can I have some mango tango bingo bongo baby? And I'm like, he can't say all the words, but he knows how to say that whole thing. Going to school asking for mango tango bingo bongo baby. Okay, this was really funny. So you know I've been going on, or we're done now, but I had gone on tour with Mo Welch. I saw for, that. Yeah, Exciting. for the She's last great. couple months. She's the best. Mm-hmm. So she wrote her reps about me, and they, like, and when she talked to them, she had said, they had said my name wrong. They were, like, asking something about me. And she was like, no, like Atlanta Banana. And they're like, <laughs> oh, okay, great. Because that's usually how I'll say it. I'll be like, because they go, like, Atlanta? And I'm like, no, more like banana. Right. Like it's Atlanta. You have the T's and you have to take them out. It it's feels complicated. Confusing. So then whatever. Then they write an email with like this contract and they were like, okay, so you and Atlanta banana are going to go here. And, th- and they just thought that was my name. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lo- I've never been so happy. I realized I should have changed my name ages ago. <laughs> I, you cause everyone be mistaken would... for the other Atlanta who's banned from all of the like on, you know, studio sites and stuff like what that. What was I thinking? <laughs> Listen, Atlanta Johnson can't get in anywhere, but Atlanta banana, she everywhere. can get in everywhere. <laughs> 
say, though, I feel like when people defend your name like that, like, so some, some one of your friends obviously knows your name, and then somebody else, a third party, says your name wrong, and that friend of yours says, no, 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 it's actually, and then they correct them. That, for me, is, like, the universal win because... feels amazing. It feels amazing, and it makes you feel like, oh, this person's, like, ride or die for my name. It's a wonderful yeah. thing. It's a... Yeah, it, it's very touching to me. I do that all the time. I correct it yeah. for my friend yeah. because it's annoying for your friend to have to do that all the time. Yes, and you kind of, like, we're talking about, you just sort of give up and you go, that's eh, fine. But when someone else is like, no, it's not fine, you're like, you're right. It's not fine. You do your thing, girl. <laughs> like, it's the It's best. like when... It's like when people mistake you and my sister for being the same person. <laughs> Happens all and I have the to time. Go, and I have to go, no, 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 no. There's been some confusion here. <laughs> Allow me to clarify. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. I need to, like, take a photo with your sister so that we can, like, post that. Oh, my God. Them. You're right. We'll fly in. <laughs> now, you had mentioned some upcoming travel. Yes. Is this to... Has the fam met the baby or is this like a COVID thing and they haven't? Or what's the situation? Because I, I know some people had babies and then yeah. their family couldn't meet them for a, quite a bit of time, more than usual. So some of our family <clears throat> has met both of our babies. Okay. Some has only met have only met our eldest. Um, and so we're going to we're going to New Hampshire because mm-hmm. my husband's family has like a farm that his aunt lives in this area that's like sort of secluded and so his oh, whole that's family gonna be is nice. going yeah like his parents are going the aunt and uncle will be there his cousins will be there his sister her family brother her, his family um all going to this to stay at this farm we're going for a month they're going for different amounts of time and then also his his grandmother passed away recently so they're having her memorial oh. she was 92 she was an amazing firecracker of a woman okay. um they're having a memorial for her so it's like all these things are happening that have been like we've been waiting to do but his lots of his family hasn't met our youngest um then i'm going to toronto for a little bit um because I haven't seen my friends or my brother and his kids now live there. And so I haven't seen mm-hmm. people in so long. So it's this trip. And then we're going to a wedding at the end. So it's like this trip that's kind of seeing people we haven't seen in a long time. Um, you know, me seeing friends and family, family meeting our kids, doing this memorial. It's just so much stuff. No that's wonder why, I why really you were don't wanna, paranoid. Yeah, like yeah. screw things up. But um, it's it's going to be great. Your, our cell you know, phones re- don't work there. It's brilliant. Oh. Yeah. That's all you can ask for. Yeah. You know what's really nice um, about your trip to Toronto to see friends and stuff? Because I feel like with the pandemic and everything, the first trip we all took when we could was to go see family. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, and I think the last couple of years that I've gone home, I haven't really seen friends because I had some immune compromised family members. Right. So you know, you kind of lock down when you get there and you don't want to be out and about and whatever. And I, uh, Norm took a trip home in April <clears throat> to mainly see friends. Yeah. Because he hadn't seen them in years. He came back a new man. It, it was like... It's really refreshing. Revitalizing. Oh, I'm like, it's such a part of, like for me anyway, it's such a part of who I am that I kind of forget about. And this mm-hmm. pandemic has made me really remember that, which is a beautiful thing. Um, and even friends here, like in the same city that I haven't seen, I'm like, oh man, I want to tell my friends I love them all the time. I want to see them. I want to take them for lunch. I want to buy them a coffee just to let them know that like I love them so much. And my fan, like I'm from Winnipeg, um, mm-hmm. and I have not gone to Winnipeg in multiple years now. So all of my friends there I haven't seen. I'm hoping to go back this winter, and I'm so excited for that. 
Toronto I haven't been to in multiple years, so now I'm getting to see friends and just even eat in my favorite restaurants that I miss, like things like that. Oh my god! Oh, I'm Can, so uh, excited. And Toronto's so good for oh, that. Toronto's you, great. Every every other or every two storefronts is a restaurant. Yes. Like when you're walking, and then a coffee shop, and then a store. And it's but a it's walking like, it's city, so you walking. get to like enjoy it. I'm very. I've already. I lose weight I'm, every yes, time I go home yes. just you from lose walking. Weight no and then exercise. You gain it by eating all the food that you've missed for so long. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so like. I messaged my friend Coco, Coco Galore, another performer in Toronto, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm coming um, for like three days. I don't want to like see everybody necessarily. I'm like going to do some shows maybe and then I'll see people. But I was like, I really want to make sure I see my close friends and do the things I really want to do. And she immediately was like, when are we going to Buk Changdong, which is a Korean restaurant that has a specific kind of soup that I love. I used to live in Korea. And oh, I'm, okay. I'm like, she gets me so much because I was like, I was going to go there before I went to the hotel. Would you like to come with me? Like I was like, before I even told people I was in town, I was going to this restaurant and then I'll see my good friends. I was going to go there alone and continue to do that. Yeah. So you enjoy your day and honestly stay out of my business. <laughs> I have absolutely no plans of going with you to this restaurant. <laughs> I just need to sit there and have three soups in front of me and spend the day eating all the soup I've missed over the past three years. Yeah, no, I love, I um, I would say when I go home, my favorite thing to get is um, roti. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Toronto is so At India's, Mother good. India's, no, no, India's rest, no, 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 that's here. She, I, queen, Mother, Queen oh, of no. something, something like that, and it's, and it's amazing. The food and, in Toronto is unbelievable. There's so many different kinds of food. Do you miss it? Do you miss Toronto enough to say go live there? Or are you like, no, I'm here. Pretend your husband wasn't American. Like pretend, and your kids, pretend you could go wherever. Pretend my my you life have wasn't passports. what it is right now. Um. Yeah, so pretend, <laughs> pretend everyone can travel or live where they want to live. Then does that change anything? I think that um, I would consider spending half my time in Toronto. Like I love Winnipeg. That's where I'm from. But I don't think I could ever move back there. But Toronto... Very different in Winnipeg, for those of you that don't know Canada. Very different oh, yeah. in Winnipeg. Real different. Winnipeg's like small town, real cold most of the time. But I, I do... I'm a 204 girl through and through. Like, that's me. That's my home. But Toronto, I think even my husband would like, and I think my kids would like. It's just... I... My my husband can't... Like I like said, he's a he's a social justice lawyer. He's, he can only practice in California. Because you're, you know, uh, you, you know, you have to get different, pass different things, tests. I don't even know how it works, but you know what I mean? Like, so, but we were thinking about during the pandemic, like, should we go back? Should we go to Canada so he can get his citizenship? Because you have to live there for six months. But of course, we uh, didn't think it was going to last that long. So we're like, what's the point? And now looking back, we're like, we could have oh done that. Oh my God, you totally could right? have. And he, he was working remotely anyway, so we yeah. could have. Um, How could you have known? Couldn't have known. I mean, couldn't, couldn't but have I do. Known. I'm like, I love L.A. I really love L.A. And I feel like I'm just still the tip of the iceberg because I only officially moved and stayed here full time since 2018. So I had like then in 2019, I was pregnant and had a baby. So it's like I really only had one good year of being like no babies attached to me where I could explore and do things. Then mm-hmm. I had my baby. Then the pandemic hit. And then now I'm kind of coming back on the other side to like really explore the city and the surrounding areas and like get to know it you know what I mean because I really love it it's great here you know that's um 
actually, this is the perfect time for you to explore it when you feel like you have roots here. Yeah. Uh, because when I first moved here and I would explore things, I was so easily influenced by the experience. So for example, if I went somewhere and it didn't go well, I'd be like, I hate LA, I'm moving. Right, right, <laughs> If I right. went somewhere and it went well, I was like, I love it here. Yeah. Now... I am so rooted here because I know at my core I'm staying here and I really like it. I find I can have good or bad experiences and it's like I'm – it's unwavering. Like, or, I, you know, I'm steady. I'm holding you're firm married. that I'm you're staying You're married here. to L.A. But I'm married, I'm married to L.A. Because you know I was like, I'm mean? married to Canadian. We yeah, can leave yeah. anytime we want. But that's what I mean. It's like, you know when you get married, it's like, this, for me anyway, like, I didn't. I never wanted to be married. I didn't, I'm like, I don't like, I used to be a wedding planner and I was like, I don't want to do it. It's not for I me. Should, me. Me neither, right? still to this day. <laughs> what are you talking about? But it's like, there is something interesting about when you are married, it's like this extra added thing where you're like, it gave me that I have big trust issues and it gave me this extra level of security where I'm like, even when things are bad, this is the person I want to have the bad stuff with. This is the person I want to struggle through it all with. And I feel like that's the same thing about when you live here and you have roots here because you're like, I could pick up and leave, especially you. you have, you're both Canadian. You could, you know, you could just go. But you're connected here in a level that's like deeper where you would have to detangle yourself now. And so it makes you My feel, friends are here. Yes. It makes you what feel am I gonna, like you want to yeah. stay. Yeah. What am I going to do? It's like I still have some friends in Toronto, but honestly, quite a few of them moved here. Right. So yeah. it's like, you, you know what I mean? I think I'd be like a, a little lonely. I mean, it'd be amazing to have my family um, yeah. close by. That'd be really fun. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but now how fun for them. They can come visit LA in the winter I, it's not like and we get like a total break. It's not like we place where it's cold all the time and it's no it's fun. LA. We live in the best, one of the best places in the country. Oh my God. Listen, if I could, I'd move to Texas. I don't know what to tell you guys. Trying to get in there, they won't uh, invite me. <laughs> Texas is invite only. Did you not know that? <laughs> I applied online. I applied. You're like, sorry, we don't have room. Stand behind this little rope we have here. Your husband was trying to become a citizen. I was trying to become a Texan. I don't mind saying. Did you know I became a citizen with Anessa and Holly? At the same time? At You know what? Listen to this travesty. <laughs> Inessa was a couple weeks after Holly and I because she applied just a little bit later than we did. Uh-huh. But Holly and I got our citizenship on the same day, an hour apart, because they give you your time. Turns out we could have gone to the same one. We could have become citizens together. Oh, holding hands. Can you believe it? Aww. Holding hands. Actually, no, because of COVID, you had to be apart. No hugging. No touching. <laughs> you can only look at the person mine. beside you. You're like, and wink. They're allowing winks. They are not allowing high fives. Aisha, get a head start. They are backed up there, my friend. I know, but you know, the real reason I didn't apply was because, I don't know how, for you, but when, when I was applying, it said you had to go through and say when you had left the country and come back into the country for the last five years. And it has yes. to be like, oh, my five years ago when I was going back and forth, because I was working in Canada on a couple shows and coming here, it is so complicated because I would go from one place to the next and have different stops. My agents booked some tickets. I booked some tickets. I didn't keep track of any of this stuff. So I legit was like, I started it and I was like, this is too much work. I'll just okay, wait, wait a year for was... when it was less complicated. And then I'll so start from So when the then. five years starting at 2019? 20, well, 2018. Because oh, no, you said you, oh, but it was the year before that it was the chaos? Yeah. So I'll Got start, okay. I'll, I'll start, I'll apply next year. So I'll have to only go from when I was, you know, married and pregnant. I wasn't leaving a lot. It's great. You know, just so everybody knows, um, this process of becoming a citizen Oof. when you're Canadian, of any country is excruciating. It's a lot. It is. It is so much 
paperwork and you need to have tracked every fart you've had in the last five years <laughs> i have done I mean, that it, i just haven't tracked when i'm oh, mine oh so you've got your you've got your fart truck tracker up and running <laughs> yes yes 100 percent. a couple apps to help me track that but couple apps. it's it's really it's really hard and i think people don't really understand because like oh it must be so easy because you're canadian it's just you know you're so close and i was like it makes yeah. it harder like it would have been easy yeah. i was born in nigeria i'm like it would have been an opportunity for me to apply as a Nigerian into the, you know, they have a lottery system for getting into Canada yes. and the States. I'm like, I have friends who've got it. And I was like, maybe I should just go that route because it's like, it's so much work. I found a number when I was applying for my green card that was the helpline for immigration for applying for your green card. Okay. And this is, this, it feels like a sketch that I made up. I called there because I had some questions and the person who answered was like, listened very carefully. And then I said, so what do I need to do? And they said to me, I'm not allowed to tell you. <gasps> and I said, what? And they said, well, we're, we're not allowed to tell you what you should do or not do because it's all, it's like a, bi- a person-to-person basis. So we can't actually give advice. And I said, what is this number for? And I think it's just so that you can like rant at somebody and then they're like, I'm sorry, I have no, I am legally not allowed to help you. So you had to go to a lawyer? Well, I had a lawyer. My lawyer didn't also didn't know. so this is the real thing was i'm born in nigeria and my birth certificate so it was already a red flag right being from nigeria is a red flag anywhere you go but my yeah. birth certificate is a handwritten piece of paper that was photocopied and given to my parents so it doesn't seem legit all right all right <laughs> now i became a citizen of canada when i was a baby so the picture on my citizenship card is me as a baby also, they're like, well, we can't use that to identify you. So we need something else. So I had to get my citizenship certificate, which is an embossed piece of paper. And when you photocopy that to send it in, it just looks like a piece of paper because the embossment doesn't come up. And it looks like it's all of it was a real shady. And I was like, I promise you, I am not being shady. I was like, what else can I do to prove that I'm a citizen of Canada? And I called this number and they're like, we can't tell you. There's a lot of things you can do. And they kept being like... Do you like giving weird hints? Like, is there some kind of religious affiliation you have that maybe you could think about? And I was like, I didn't ever go to church. And they're like, oh, well, is there maybe? And I was like, just tell me what the thing is. Tell me what the thing is. This is a helpline. Oh and they God. said they could. Like, it was so funny. For the like, American listeners out there, we get it. You don't want us. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We hear you loud and clear. I used to have this roommate in Chicago because when I lived there, I was just doing classes. Mm-hmm. Love Chicago. And um, yeah, I love Chicago. And she used to threaten to call ICE on me all the time when she was mad. She'd be like texting me and be like, maybe I'll give a little call to ICE oh and let them gosh. know. And I was like, I'm just taking classes. Like, <laughs> I was I'm like, I go home. Yeah. yeah, I go home. <laughs> I was like, I don't like I'm doing everything legally. It's like not a problem. It's but that crazy. was her big thing. And she used to always Ooh, threaten to call ICE. That's a horrible, horrible roommate. My gosh, I'm sorry you went through that. You know, she used to claim she was a makeup artist on this big TV show and she used to claim and and she, and she had big old boobs and she used to say that the cast was always like just show me because there there would be eye level with the boobs and they would be like just show me. And she used to like tell me that all the time and I was like okay well are you gonna do it yeah. and <laughs> like, she, so what's the next step and she was like no Elena I'm not gonna do it and then I was like maybe you should say something because <laughs> I don't I just don't know about this <laughs> what is 
who knows this is right. She's like, I'm being like harassed. You're like, you should say something. She's like, no, just know that. Just the point of the story is that exactly. It was like this. So I'm only telling you this to let you know just how weird of a person I'm dealing with here. Who like tells me she's being propositioned, but then also is like, but I'm going to call ice. And I'm like, okay, is are the two related? (laughs) What are we doing here? I miss her. Liz, if you're out there and you're listening, I really hope your boyfriend that broke out of rehab to come see you against his parole officer's wishes sorted it out. Oh, you know she's listening. You know she's listening. (laughs) Aisha... You started this podcast at a soaring eight. <laughs> How are you feeling now? Have I taken you down a few rungs or have we you maintained? bumped it, baby. I'm like exploding out the top of the 10 thermometer. You know what I mean? Like it's like, ah! I just burst <laughs> the top off. Mercury is flying everywhere. everywhere. It's horrible. You mean kind of like two firecrackers being yes! shot at each other? I love that. <laughs> I love that visual. That makes me so happy. It brings up the joy level. Yes. I'm on top of the world. This is the best. I wish we could have done it in person. We will. We will have another conversation in person soon. But this was this was an absolute delight. You know what? I'm feeling like a million. I didn't even check in at the beginning. I'm feeling like a million bucks right now because I just feel like I found out we have, and we don't live the same life by any means. We have a lot more in common than I thought we did. I feel like we are like like more than just the energy. Like living our yes, it's. Beautiful. I mean, and I know we talked about being a mom, but I have the dog. I'm doing yes, my own thing. You're, you're looking after <laughs> some other thing. It's exactly the same. And guys, How's if you want me to look after <laughs> the breast, if you guys are looking to get breastfed, um, hit me up. Call Liz. At, uh, yeah, add a, a self esteem party. Um, hashtag suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I have not used that hashtag on any breastfeeding photo I've ever posted. It's yours. I need Go. to now. That's it's yours. Speaking of, where can we find you on Instagram to see what upcoming shows and stuff you're doing and putting out there? My Instagram, my website, my everything is luckily just my name at Aisha Alpha. Alpha with an F and not a PH. I appreciate you thinking I'm number one though. I really do. People always spell it with a PH and I'm like, yeah, I'm an alpha dog. No, but just put an F there instead of the PH. This is why I had you enter your number into my phone the, yeah, because the that's spelling. the only way I'm going to know the spelling is right. Yeah. If I do it, I'm going to get it wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll say to people, A-L-F and I watch them when I say F write in PH and I'm like, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you, it, some, I used to also have dot com. And I would redirect it to my site because so many people spelt my name wrong. I got Smart. all the domains. Yeah. Genius. Smart. It only I cost have me all five the, extra dollars. <laughs> I have all the Atlanta Johnson did what? Dot coms. <laughs> uh, I got the dot C. I got the dot org. I got it all. Um, if you guys want to follow the podcast, we are at Self Esteem Party on Instagram and Twitter. And if you'd like to follow me newly back on Instagram, I am at the only Alana Johnston. And if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Alana underscore Johnston. And don't forget about the Patreon, you guys. Self Esteem Party Patreon. We're in there. We're doing the calls, monthly calls for one of the tiers. We've got bonus episodes. Aisha, we'd love to have you back on for the Self Esteem After Party where we catch up yes. with guests and love see what it. they've been up to since our last episode. So, we will have to wait a bit of time to do that. Yes. Start taking notes in your voice memos of what you'd like to discuss. Right. I will. And I will I will put them all. <laughs> I will put them Alana Banana colon and then the information I want to bring back up. Perhaps I'll even try brown rice and avocado. See how my complexion, you know, changes. I'll report back when we come back for the after party. 
Hey guys, tune into that. Thank you so much, Aisha. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Believe.